The Center for Minorities in the Mathematical Sciences presents Mathematically Uncensored. Where our talk is real and complex, but never discreet. This is Pamela Harris. And this is Eris Wigner, and you are listening to Mathematically Uncensored, where our talk is real and complex. But never discreet. I love it. I just, sometimes I'm waiting after I say the comma, <laughs> like you pause. I'm like, is she going to say, is she gonna, did she forget? I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, I'm in, the, I'm in the dancing mood this morning. No, yeah, like, you look go. like you're in a good mood. Done. Excellent, excellent. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, feeling feeling good. Excellent. How are Excellent. you? Good. I am good as well. No, I got this email last night that I forwarded to you about I the know. committee. Yes. So I got this email last night that said that the committee who was looking over my promotion portfolio unanimously recommended me for a promotion to associate the associate professor. So that was great. No. Yes, 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 yes. Congratulations. No. Thank you. No. And yeah, it's the first step in like many steps, but that was great to hear. I mean, it's, it was weird because it was some sense of validation that I really didn't like need, but it was like really nice to see, right? Like it was really nice to see. So it was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun- no, it's... Uh, Go ahead. You, I mean, you're like so nonchalant about this. Wait, what do you mean? And it's so interesting to me. You're like, yeah, okay, you know, the committee met and unanimously voted and approved my promotion to associate professor. And it's like, do you realize, like, our people usually aren't associate professors, usually aren't full professors. Like, people of color end up primarily in adjunct positions, in lecturer positions, in instructor positions. Like, we very often do not get promoted to those next ranks. Right. No. and No, it's true. No, it is true that I have not, you know, sat down and given this the... And this is true about another topic last week. Like, it was just like, I've not given it the... Oh, I think two weeks ago, it was the website, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just like... Me doing the website was more than just about me. Me getting a social professor is more than just about me. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Right, right, right. Yes. Right, right. yes like, yes, I yes, know yes. you didn't need, you personally didn't need that, like, feather in your cap. Yes. Right? To, like, yes. walk around holding yourself differently. Like, you right. you didn't need that. Yes. But I needed that for you. Mm. Like, the, the world needed that for you. Because I was sick and tired of people, you know, like, introducing you being like, yeah, assistant professor. You ain't assistant shit. No, and I appreciate that, right? <laughs> so, no, so I did, yes. No, I I appreciate that. And, and But there's nothing wrong with being that. But, yeah, because I, I, so I'm understanding that, right? Because it's just like, that's not representative, right? Because it, it's associated with the level of which I am not on at the moment, right? I exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Right, yes. No, right. Yeah. Right. And no, 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 there's absolutely nothing wrong. Like, we all rise through the ranks, right? right? But right. But I'm cognizant that there, you know, that there is this, assumption that people make about us when we are at at that rank right yes. and like what they imagine you ought to be doing with your <laughs> oh, time yes. it's well documented and, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is well documented. That's right. And so I'm like, let's give folks that are out here critiquing people, you know, right. no reason to do so based on a title. And if you are doing that, you should be thinking about why it is that you do that, that you make assumptions about people based on their titles. That's of another thing, right? Absolutely. Yes. But I'm just hella proud that they came oh, through you. and they did yes. it fast. Yes, you know? they did. I can just yes. imagine. Let me let me tell you that I can imagine what that committee <laughs> meeting was like. Okay? Let's just imagine these folks around this table pulling up your stack of, you know, three books, just countless amount of, you know, documentation and so like overwhelming evidence. Yes. And in fact, you, they should have just you know, I can imagine they're discussing they're like, "Yeah, okay. All right. Any any concerns?" Crickets, just total crickets. And I can imagine that somebody must have said, can we just skip directly to full professor? <laughs> like, is that well, an option? Right, right. You know, right, you really right. need to make this man go through, you know, the, the time right. that he has to be at associate rank before we give him full Yes. So I, I can imagine that that discussion occurred. There's no way in my mind that yes. th these people did not have that discussion. Yeah. No, and I, well, I, I can only imagine. I've imagined that room myself, right? And so, mm -hmm. yeah. But no, I'm glad they came back quickly. No, that was fantastic. It was fantastic. So as I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago that like there's another process and the right people have to see stuff and all this other stuff as it moves up. I did find it interesting that, first of all, you know, the chair wrote the letter, and I did notice that she had left out some titles and some things that I did, and I think she did that on purpose. So, because mm -hmm. when this letter, yes. So when you think mm -hmm. about, yeah, when you think about our chancellor or anybody else up in his uh, crew um, who's going to see a book or book series of advocating for students of color, yeah, it's going to be not trivial. So I appreciate mm -hmm. her doing that. So it's those little things right. of protection that will also pay dividends. So I appreciate that, right? So I was reading it because she was, in the letter, she was specific about some things and then she like literally left out the title of our book series. And I was like, oh, I think that was, yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah that's on purpose. So Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely being strategic yes. about yes, how yes, you yes. highlight work so that, you know. Yeah. So, I know. So yeah, and then I, I would be nothing else to add to that. No, I appreciate that, and I would be remiss if obviously we talk about what's going on in the world and just nightmare stuff going in terms of war and battles. And so I, I want to honor yeah. the fact that there are people in this world who are uh, struggling uh, in this country because of what's happening overseas. And so yeah, yeah, just devastation. So we are with you. We see and hear you uh, in this context. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you yeah. For, for centering that for a minute because, yes. yeah, there's just, it is incredibly heartbreaking just to see so many people dying Yeah, and and narratives that are just being thrown. And I'm just like, but people are dying. Like, yes, people are dying. Right. People yes. are dying. Like, right. we can no. be here arguing all yeah. day about things. And, yeah. yeah. No, my daughter had a breakdown about it, right? So we, we had always been like... yeah trying to decide what to show her, what not to show her. And she ran into mm -hmm. it. And she was very, very upset. And like, um, as I had explained to her and trying to get her to calm down, it was, you know, I, I have a, I have a job to protect her from, mm -hmm. from things. And, you know, there are some things that I cannot protect her from. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the realities of this world. 
I will say one final thing. It is, I, I just want, I'm a dreamer in lots of ways. And I, I always dream, and my dream never comes true, that when someone or some country is attacked, that perhaps one day a leader might come in front of the world and say, you know what? We are not going to get revenge. Mm. And that is because innocent people will die. Mm. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. That's my dream. And I'll never see it. I'll never, I'll never see it. Yeah. So we uh, we normalize killing innocent people. Then yeah, we just yeah. Normalize. yeah. So anyway, I just want to say that. And so, yeah. So take care of yourselves, people. And this is part of the world. And we're just going to day by day, day by day. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, thinking about the the power of, of community and, yes. you know, we... Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, just reach out to the people that you know care about you and, and stay in touch. And, you know, sometimes when, when things are really tragic and affecting you, it's it's easy. And I do it, right? We've talked yeah. about this on the show. Like, you you bury your head and you try not to feel your feelings. And, and yeah. that's also not healthy. And so, right. you know, yeah. if if there's anything, you know, we can do and you just want somebody to talk to, reach out. Because <laughs> as you can tell, we're talkers. What'd you say? So, I said, I was like, as you can tell, we're talkers. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes, and we so. are. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And so right. today we want to talk about, you know, some graduate school pain. Mm. grades out here. It's yes. midterm season. It, it is, is midterm, midterm season. Midterm season. Yeah. And this is great. I'm glad that we're doing something like this, right? Because like we have been talking, no, we've been talking a lot about transition points. And now I don't know what to call these other points. Because right, you have the beginning of semester, which is also like a transition point. So no, right? You, you transition to grad school, maybe, and then you have the start of grad school. Then you have mid, you know, middle of the semester, and then you have finals, right? I don't know what to call those mm-hmm. point, intermediary points. I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, we are at the middle and uh, of tests. So some people have had some tests and they've not done well. Some people have had tests and it's gone great. And we are thinking about what it means for someone who decided to, you know, move their entire life somewhere for four or five, six years and then fail an exam, right? mm-hmm. get, get a 30%, right? And so what does that mean? How should, so, so the point is now we're talking to that person who didn't do well in their first exam. What do we say to them? Right. Yeah. Right. And I, it's interesting because, you know, I, I have a, a mentee and we were having these conversations. And and one of the things that occurred to me as I was thinking about this is that, you know, the, the week prior, there was like even a shift in body language oh. that I noticed immediately, you know, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And it was like, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm just tired. And then later on, like, I was like, OK, I was like, well, something's going on. Like this, like, let me know, because yes. like. I just felt it. I felt the energy yes. shift. I felt yeah. the like, it really was like the confidence was out, like the air was out oh of their God. body. Yes. Right. And so then they later on came, came to talk to me, you know, and, and it was kind of one of these things where like, they're talking to me about like research and da, 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 da. like, you know how we have these yes. meetings where like we start with, with something and then, yes. but that wasn't really the thing. So <laughs> right. we just needed an in. Yes. And they always know that if they come to my office and they want to talk math, I'm there. I'm like, right. let's go math. Let's go. And then eventually it, it, it came to the point where like, well, you know, like classes and grades. And I was like, mm. oh, talk to me about that. 
And let me say that I am extremely privileged that, you know, I'm talking to students who are in the program I succeeded from. Yes. Right? So, like, and I didn't have a a, a non-bumpy road, right? Like, we've right. talked about that. And so, and and I am very public about that, even in my department. You know, everybody knows how many times I failed those master's exams and how things went for me. And so then they said, you know, well, I, I had this exam and, like, it didn't go so hot. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, you know, like a 30-some percent. And, and then yeah. I was like, oh, in what class? And then they tell me the class. And I'm like, oh, that's the average. <laughs> I was like, that? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that, you know, I was like, I got like a 28, a 32, something like that in every exam I took in that class. You know, and I was like, and then I don't even remember, honestly, if the homework was graded. I feel like it was, but like it yeah. wasn't the giant portion of of, of anything. Like, I actually right. don't even know if the syllabus said at that point, like, you know, your grade is determined on this mm. scale. There's these many points, right? It wasn't like the syllabus that I got when I was an undergraduate. It literally had the professor's name, the course time, and the book. Got it. That was it. There really was no, like, this This course requires the following assessments. And so I had to just kind of, like, sit with my feelings, too, when I got that 28, oh that God. 32, and just be like, I'm a utter failure. I mean, I even remember getting that exam back in that class, and, you know, my good friend Jill and I would yes. study our tails off, right? Yes. And and she's a lefty, I'm a righty, so we would sit yeah. on the side of each other so we could write and scribble notes on a notebook. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess today is the day I quit, you know? And she was like, ha ha, me too. Yes. You know? Yes. And like, yes. I promise, I promise you that I wish we had saved all of those margin notes that we wrote to each other. <laughs> because every day, it, you know, in alternate days, she would quit, the next day I would quit. Because and, it was and why just are you like, quitting? And why are you quitting? Because, because we did so bad. Every piece of feedback was telling us that we were failing. Yes. Right? A 30% I equated with 30 out of 100. Yes. Yes. Right? Like, yes. if I just got a 32, I was like, well, I'm, I'm done for. What am I even doing here? Mm. Yes. Well, you know, and then at the end of the semester, I'm just like, you know, little puppy with my tail between my legs. And I'm yes. like, I guess, I guess that was the end of that. Right. And then I get a B plus. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> right. Right, right, right. This I'm is like, great. Okay. I'm like, oh, it's not an A. It's a B plus. But like, I was failing. Like, how did I get a B plus? I don't understand. Yes. So this, this is amazing. Amazing. There are like a million different things I want to say. And I guess this is just going to be one of these emotional episodes for me. So the, so I'm wondering, so I just want to confirm that the professor never clarified what these 30s meant? No. Not once. No, I don't Got recall it. ever yes. having a conversation about like, it, you know, if you get between this and this, this means you're, you're, you're right in the middle of the pack. Like, yeah. don't worry. If you got yeah. under this, like, let's talk some more because you got work to do. Yeah. And above that, good to go. Golden. Keep yeah. up. Keep on keeping on. There was no conversation about that whatsoever. Yeah. I didn't know what the expectations were. I, you know, I just knew I'm going to show up and I'm going to work my ass off yes. and pray that this is enough. <laughs> right. No. And I had a similar experience. I did. Yeah. No. I, but I, but we didn't have tests. But it was just like the homeworks were extremely difficult. 
And it was just a struggle. And I would turn them in and just hope that it was good enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And repeat 16 times. Yes. We got to pray. Just like, yeah, yeah. But as you may know, as we are challengers of narratives, the two things that hit my uh, mind right now. And the first is I, I struggle the hardest when there are literally 17 words and maybe 15 seconds that a professor can go ahead and impart this extra information that would, you know, help everybody in the class. Like, what does it look like to simply say, oh, here's what a 30 means and, oh, things are okay. Here's what we're doing, right? And part of the reason is because in another universe, in another universe, there is a Pamela Harris that decides to quit. Yeah. Yeah. And and how many... How many people are out there right now who are going through unneeded pain and suffering and about about their worthiness, you know, because a professor just isn't clear about what this number means. Now, the other thing, of course, is really challenging deep narratives is that how is it that we can. So at this point, I don't understand how someone and by the way, it took me a decade to get here. Okay. So now Mm -hmm. I no longer understand how someone can give back a 31 with absolutely no sense of, okay, let me explain the context of this. Like, I just, like, I don't, or let me say something or, and I understand that my people, my mathematicians, right, are just like, well, that's what you got. Mm -hmm. That's what you got. So what do you Mm -hmm. want me to do, right? And I, I was saying that giving back a 31, even if a person earned that or dessert, whatever, right, has impact. It has impact. Mm-hmm. MU at minoritymath.org, are we still giving back 45s and that's it? Are we giving back 45s and saying, let's talk? Are mm. we giving back, yeah. Are we giving back 45s and then saying to the whole class, if you didn't do well, make sure you can do A, B, and C? Or are we giving back 45s and just moving on with the day? Right? Mm. And And so... And so, and I'm suggesting, as we have always suggested in our professional developments, like this is the easiest goddamn 5% in the whole fucking world. And let me just be clear about this to every single person who's listening about a universal objective 5%. Here we go. If you, and, and again, like if, if you give, if you have to put a failing grade on somebody's paper, what else are you going to write on that paper too? Mm. Like, like the three seconds it's going to take for you to write something else. What else yeah. is it going to be? Because you spend a lot of time marking that shit wrong. You put a lot of X's on that goddamn thing. There's a lot of red ink. You can't put five or six more words on this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think that, you know, I never went to this professor's office hours. Why not? Because I was like, I'm such a failure. Like, there's oh, no hope that I'm going to learn this material. And honestly, like, I found the subject fascinating. Yeah. And I just decided never to pursue it because yeah. the 30 for me represent that I will never be good enough. Yes. If I can't do this homework that's supposed yes. to be for like the introductory course to this field, like clearly I'll never be able to do any yes. other research. And so yes. it it actually you know, and later on, like, I took another topics course in that field, and, like, I loved that class, and that class was yeah. very different, but it it cemented, that 30% cemented in my head that I would never, ever, ever be successful in that field. Wow. 
Wow. No, and that's, I hope people are listening. I hope people are listening. That that's, yeah, that that, and I, and let me step back. I forgot to preface. Everyone's great, great intentions, trying to do their best, and, and that they experience this themselves. Professors, and yeah. so, and so yeah. it's like, let's just, this is just how it's supposed to be. And we are fighting against this is how it's supposed to be, right? Because we know embedded in this is how it's supposed to be. It's a bunch of oppression, patriarchy, racism. Like we we have to understand that, right? And so, yeah, there are some people who are receiving these numbers and it's having, you know, deep, profound impacts on their ability to do mathematics, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, and yeah, it's that, a number. that semester was rough. That what semester look like? was rough. What does it look like to give it back blank? It's mm. understandable to just say, you know what? No, let's talk. Or to not give mm-hmm. it back at all. Or to say, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. Give me 30%. So the MU at minoritymath.org, whoever, let us know, whoever appreciated getting back the 30%. Like it was good mm. for them. Like it was, it was good for you. I, I, I've, like I've it completely... motivated you. I now, mean, I could, I could see that. Like maybe somebody got a 30. Absolutely. You know, and they were yeah. like, oh no, I need to grind now. But like, I'm telling you, I was grinding. Like yes. I was really trying. Right. right? Like this, yes. this is where I was, you know, had my 300 note cards and yes. I'm at the grocery store. Right. This is that topic. Like right. I, I went. I went wild learning everything. Yes. Trying my best. Um, yeah, no, but then this, it, you're helping me. Go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, it's and it's also making me think, like, at the end of the day, like, I passed the course and I succeeded and yada, yada, yada. Like, were the grades even meaningful in any actual oh way? Oh, my God, no. Like, did grades actually, like, I think back and I'm like, did grades actually even matter? Right. No, and I don't, no, and again, I think this is one of these holdovers, right, from undergrad where, and I want to honor the fact that there's some undergrad and grad class, people are taking them at the same time. There's some courses that have both in them. But like, yeah, I mean, in thinking about my experience, we did not have that many tests. I I don't think I had that many tests at all. And I used to like not let people know this because it was like, well, because everyone's talking about I got a test midterm. I'm like, you're in grad school, right? (laughs) It's <laughs> like, wait, why are you, or why are you still doing this, right? And part of the reason is because I cannot imagine, like, I could not have imagined doing a 50-minute exam in homogenization from mm-hmm. the inventor of it. Like, yeah, I mean, like, or, like, or anything, like, I, like doing a 50-minute exam in functional analysis, right? So, like, MU at MinorityMath.org, let us know. Like, have you, has somebody you sat down for a 50 minute exam in functional algebra? Like, and you had some of these. Yeah. Like, and you yeah. got to, you have any problems? Five so problems? many exams. Yeah. I, I mean, we had finals, we had midterms, you know, multiple exams. I don't know. There were maybe five, six problems or something like this. Some oh of them God. were take home, right? Sometimes you yeah. would get three, four days or a week, yeah. but there, we certainly had exams in class. And why? Oh, yeah, even why? Know. <laughs> right, that's my point. Yeah, no, no. Again, punish us. Yes. No. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yes. And so, and because we can't have it both ways, right? You, we can't be, we can't claim ourselves to be experts, and then say that the only way we can judge you is not through a conversation, but through marking you under a fifty-minute time limit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, so again, I was in a context where people said we will determine 
you know, what you know by sitting down and having a three hour conversation. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, our program does that as well. So it's like we have, you know, a mixture of all of this sort of happening all yeah. at once. Like there might be some profs who do not give any exams. Right. I'm right. one of them. Like my courses are tend to be more research intensive, yeah. but I am teaching like the the topics course that is after the main you know, like yes. algebra, sequence, topology, analysis, yes. right? So like I'm teaching the, the the topics courses. And so that's very different. But like I'm thinking about some of the, you know, like PhD level yeah. Yeah. sequences and some are a lot of homework and exams. Yeah. And then there's others that are like, you just sit here and I'll tell you stuff. And oh, yes. I'll suggest yes. problems, but I don't like grading. So I'm never going to grade anything. So good oh. luck on whatever you, you want to do with your life. Okay. Um, so I had some of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then others like very structured, which was like, yeah. okay, here's the topics that I'm supposed to prepare you because you have to take this oral exam. And so here's yes. how we're going to do it. Yes. Right. So it's like you get this sort of mixture of pedagogical techniques. Yes. For lack yes. of a better word. <laughs> You're saying that so nicely. I don't even want to yeah. say that. I don't even want to say that. Um, As a mixture of laziness and indifference. Let us just oh, be clear okay. about All this. All right. You said it. I, I said didn't. it. That's right. <laughs> you know, you said it. Um, yeah. Go so ahead. Yeah. So, so you get the sort of variety. But at the end of the day, like, you do those, you do three sequences, year-long sequences in our PhD program, and then you have an oral examination. Yes. So, okay. you know, the hope is that whatever happens in those courses, yes, I would imagine, both as a student and as a faculty member, ought to prepare you for what's about to happen in that oral exam, which is, yes. as you describe, like more of a conversation. You you know, you're there, your committee's yes. there. They ask you some questions. You give answers. You have a, a you know, back and forth. Um, but yeah, so it, it's kind of like, I don't yes, know if sheet. the grades actually mattered at all because right. there was times that I did great in a course and failed my algebra exam, right? Yes. Or vice versa. I yes. did terrible in the class and passed the exam. And so there's just so much variability. Right. And and I think all graduate programs are like this, right? I was just because about to like say, right. this is not unique to to my experience. This is absolutely just yes. a part of the culture. Like you said, you you went around and didn't take exams. Right. But somehow, like, you were shamed, you know, like, it seems to me like you kind of didn't want to talk about it because, and can I just ask you, like, did you feel like you got a, you know, like, if you're hearing all these people It was less rigorous. It was less rigorous. Oh, yes. Yes. Right? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, well, did you really get a PhD if you didn't pass all these exams? Yeah. And so there is that, like, holdout about rigor. Like, we're back to it, right? This is about, like... We want to make sure you know what you need to know to be successful. Right. And so, yeah, so it's all very interesting because I'm like, well, if you wanted me to make sure that I knew all of those things, wouldn't you have spent more time knowing how oh to teach me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Say but it okay, 5,000 more times. That, that's oh. not exactly how it should work, right? No, no, no. You should just get to graduate school. You should just miraculously know how to learn. Figure it out. That's right. That's right. Figure it out on your own. Even with the worst teaching. That's right. No, that's yeah. that's amazing. No, I do want to, this is good. I think this is an opportunity for all the chairs and all the people who are listening to think about how, what what is your departmental policy on grades? And what would you say to the incoming class of students about what grades mean? Mm. Right, yeah, right? Like at the first, yeah, whatever it is, 
just just say here when you get a 75, when you get a 30, if you get a C, here is what it means. And I'm sure somewhere deep in the crevices of some manual, if you're lucky, it says what grades are, right? And what they mean and what you can do. I remember seeing, I remember, I remember hearing like in the grapevine somewhere that two C's were bad. Like if yes. you got two C, okay, so you didn't hear that too. Yes, so yes, what, the but C, I never read the that. Cement, no, yes. never. Yes. So how did that come to live? Right? Is I mean, that just culture? It's like it, yeah. I think it's just like this, you know, A B C. Like either you're excellent, you're yes. in the middle of the pack, or you real in trouble. Right. 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 So C's and are somehow bad. the C C yeah. became yeah in graduate school C became it was like. The, there was a gossip. Like, there was a gossip. Right. Like, when we were, you know, as students, we would talk, like, what did you get? What did I get? Like, what does this mean, right? Like, n- never asked a professor. We were like, God, oh, scared God. that, you know, yes. n- not knowing the real answer. But I remember the narrative that if you got to see that meant you failed. Right. Right. And, yeah. And I, I feel like, I don't know whether I'm having visions. I don't know whether I read two C's were bad or whether, I don't remember at all. But, like, yeah, just don't get a C. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's all like, yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, but I'm also thinking about, you know, not just even the exams, like I'm thinking back to getting homework back. Right. Mm. And I remember one of my professors implemented this like one, two, three scale for for grading problems. So okay. a three meant your proof was solid. A two yeah. meant there was some gap somewhere in that proof. And yeah. they weren't really going to tell you where. You had to, like, go back and read it and try to figure it out. And a one uh, meant, yeah, you better just go sit down somewhere no, and, that's and what, read that now, book. Now, I want to be, be clear. The, <laughs> that's how it felt to you. That, that, that is basically one, what we were told. No, you were not told the third one. No, the third one is what I, what I interpreted yes. it as. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay. Like, like, if you got a one, you know, you really need to start reading the book some more okay how is this right? presented to you well how, how it was is this just like you, you will get so it, it the there was a you can reach you can you'll get a one two three yeah one means you have substantial amount of edits to Im, like yeah. improve the proof mm-hmm. two meant there's a gap somewhere and you need to rewrite yes. and three meant you're good to go and to be fair they allowed us to redo yeah. all of the proofs got it Right. So the point was, you need to figure out where the errors are. Yes. Love in it. your proofs. Yes. OK, so like I love that. I was like, great, I will do this. But I remember this instance where I was working with a friend and his name was Andrew. Yeah. And Andrew and I were working on this, you know, on this homework. And we had some proof. And I, I don't remember what the statement of the proof was. Or the statement of the result was. And we were working on this. And, oh, and we could always work together, but we had to write our own proofs. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew and I are sitting at the board. You know, we're yada, yada, yada. We fig- we figure it out. Yes. Happy, good to go. Great we feeling. move on to the next yes. one. Great yes. feeling. We go our separate ways. We write our solutions. We turn them in. And then the next time we meet, I get my homework back. Andrew gets his homework back. Andrew gets a three on the problem. I get a two. Okay. And like immediately I was like, yo, what the fuck? So right. I just I was like, can I see your paper? And he's like, yeah. I grab his proof. I I sit down and I literally put both of the things on next to each other. And I'm reading line by line. And there's really, you know, like aside from stylistic choices, there's really yeah. nothing else in the proof yeah. that is different. Like there wasn't like, 
oh, I used this lemma and you didn't. There was, to me, there was nothing different. Yeah. So I remember coming up to the prof and I was like, I didn't want to throw Andrew under the bus. Of course not. So I was just like, (laughs) is there something wrong? Andrew got his little three points. You know, Pamela's going to sit her ass down and just figure out where the error is. Okay, so I'm like, well, you know, I, you know, I tried this. Like, I'm not really sure I see the error. And, and they kind of point at something and, and you know, they, they try to hint me in the right direction. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Yes. Go back. No hard feelings. I'm feeling good about life. I'm going to fix it. I think I fixed it. Yes. I turn in a second draft. Still an error. Okay. And I was like, oh, no. Mm. Now, now I've spent an additional hour and a half Yes. On this proof that that asshole got a three oh, on. Oh, so now you're keeping tallies. Now I'm like yes. feeling fire. And I tried again. I tried oh again. God. And I thought oh I fixed it for the third time. Clearly, I am just not understanding. Yes. I submit it. And then they came to my office. They came, yeah, wait, the professor came to the office? Yeah, because usually what they do is they would, like, put it in our mailbox. That's yes. how we got our homework back, right? Okay. So this time they came to my office and they said, yeah, no, you know, there's still something wrong in this. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, okay. And at this point, like, I'm so stressed out. Right. I take the paper from them and it's still a two. And this time it has a frowny face on it. It's a, a, a frowny face. A little sad face. face. Two dots, a little, you know. So, like a little you to represent one. And what did that represent to you? And, and so then you just see a little it. head. Oh, yeah, you and see it. Like, and then, yeah. And I'm like, this person's disappointed in me. Like, this is now oh the third time I have tried this proof, and there's a gap in it, and I just cannot figure out how to fix it. And we're on go three. Yes. And simultaneously, as I'm feeling this level of like sheer disappointment. Yeah. I'm also feeling this level of what is the right word? Like mm. a- anger, anger, oh, anger, anger, anger at because, what? Because Andrew had the same proof. Yes, yes. And there was like, and and then at that point, I said that I was like, "Yo, I've tried over and over again." And at that point, I'm crying. I'm actually oh, in my tears. God. I am in tears, and I'm like. And okay, is it just you and that person? Is there anyone else in the room? Just me and that person. Okay, 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 there's okay, nobody okay. else in the room. Okay. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm like, you know, Andrew turned in the same proof. And the, you oh, you say three. this out loud. I say this out loud. Yes. And then their words were. No, I'm not ready. I, expect, I don't know if I'm ready. I expect more from you. What? And then I just broke because I was like, this person is holding me to a standard that is great, right? Because we want professors to hold students yes. to high standards. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree with that. But it felt so unfair. Oh, my God. This is right? unbelievable. It felt yes. so unfair. And, and it was like this mixed level of emotions because I'm like, I, I tried. I really, really tried. And okay, if I earned the two, I earned the two. But then so did Andrew. No, right? No. I, yeah, I think it did. I'm struggling with all of this. So And so yeah, that was rough. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. Let, let if you at minority math that or I'm wondering about those who are teaching how long we would have let this go on. Cuz now this is over the course of how many days, weeks? This is 
Oh my God, that had to be like a week and a half period because oh I did it like God. three times. And so yes. I turned it in every class period and we were meeting twice a week. Right. So week and a half, two weeks, me working yes. on that problem, you know, a yes. few hours here and there. So I'm thinking about you and I'm thinking about Andrew. Andrew was given, Andrew's not being held to a high standard. This is nope. what this person is also saying. So like, yeah, right. no. So this is problematic for everybody, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, and this was all to get you to, so did you ever figure it out? Hell no! I, well, okay, I think at some point they just told me, right? Like, okay, yes. here's what you needed to do. You know, like, after they saw me crying and I was like, I, I was about to say, know, that, like, anytime. let us not underestimate that. Also, did this person apologize? At the moment. No, 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 no. Got it. No, no, this is, no. Yeah. I don't think they understood the impact that like, you know, like it, I think for them, and, and now it's a joke, right? Like, oh my God, yeah, let's never put frowny faces because Pamela will cry. And it's a joke and like, I've, you know, sure I'm over it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Clearly yeah. I'm not. But, but I think what it was, it was like, it's just an easy out. Right. Like what do you mean? they did what do you something. Mean? It was easy out to to sort of be like, oh, it's so funny that like I put this frowny face and it like broke her. Yes. But they didn't understand like all of the things that that frowny face like implied. To right. Me. Right. And and how a symbol can really just like break someone down. Right. Just like yes. it wasn't the two. It was like the fact that now I had disappointed someone. Yes. You know, yes. and, and yes. someone that I looked up to. Right. Like somebody that I looked up to. And so it's it's difficult to, you know, now that I'm sort of at the stage where like I get to interact with my graduate students, I yeah. I have failed them in numerous ways, right? Mm. Like I and I can and I can I'm gonna talk about it because like it's also important for me to admit where I have been the one that has caused a frowny face, even though I didn't put a frowny face, right? Yes. But I'm thinking about the feedback that that I've given one of my graduate students are presenting a talk. And they're doing a fucking fantastic job, mm-hmm. right? And my job is to first and foremost say that before yes. I say, here's ways in which you can improve. Yes. Time was of a constraint, right? Like my student gives her talk. It's fucking fantastic. And she's doing it to prepare to give an invited colloquia at a uh-huh. different university, Okay. Right. So she's like getting invited to give this talk and she's yes. preparing at our research sem- in our seminar. She's also preparing in it. Like she's she's just preparing. Yes. And the talk is fantastic. And I'm being super nitpicky. Just yeah. like catch this, you know, here, be careful with this. Like, make sure you say, you know, the words like this, yes. you know, yes, transpose yes, yes. some of the words. And so I'm going through it and like I'm meticulous about paying attention to what she's saying and just catching little tiny things. Yes. But I wrote like two pages of it. Just tiny things, you know, like slide 17. Here's your timing. Like, this is where you're at in this time. Here, if you need to cut, you can cut here. Like, just, hey, be careful as you transition from here to here. It seemed like you didn't know what was coming next, right? Just like tiny, 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 tiny little things. And as we're exiting the seminar, I hand this to her and the next class is coming in. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I didn't say what I should have said, which was, your talk was fucking amazing. Yes. If you repeated that, it's going to be perfect. But I took some notes. Do you want them? Right. Is what I should have said. Yes. Instead, I just said, hey, here, I took some notes for you as the next people are coming in. And I'm like, sorry, I got to go to this. You know, I got to uh, go to this other thing. Yes. So I just basically handed her the thing and then started walking to leave. Yeah. And so the next time I saw them, you know, and I didn't think anything of it. Like, I right. was just like. 
oh shit, you know, just in a hurry. And then the next time I saw her, I, you know, I said, hey, do you want me to come to the talk? Like, yeah. should I go there to yeah. see it? Because it was virtual. And then she said, not unless you want to just like critique everything I do. Oh my God. Good for her. And my heart dropped. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that's not what I meant to do. I'm sorry. Yes. I was like, you're going to do great. Yes. You know? And then, yes. so she went that way. I went this way to the coffee hour. Yes. And the whole coffee hour, I'm talking to my colleagues about how I fucked up. Yes. You know? Yes. And I'm like, yes. I fucked up. Like, that was not my intention. And I hurt her. So yeah. I'm thinking about, like, this frowny face. You know, I've done it. Right. I've done it. You know? And, and so... We've all done it. We've all well, done no, the well, no, and face. again, I, this is hard. I, I, I have to stop you here because I, I have to because I, I want us to just take a moment, and I want us to all go to this. Was it an office? He came by your office. Yes. So, so and and so we talk about people first, and I'm gonna try to keep it together. So I, my eyes are closed. I'm in that office, and here is the deal: the moment. I swear, hear me, people. The moment he sees you crying, all bets are off. The whole thing shuts down. When tears start rolling down your eyes, it is my hope that we say, screw the math. Apparently, I have done some damage here. Yeah. And everything else, whatever, fuck the proof, it, it... you are now in tears because of this. Like, and so I, I struggle. I, I like, I don't, I, there's nothing else to discuss. Math is now off the table. You are in tears. You're in pain. Yeah. You're struggling. Like, I just, I, like, we, I don't know how, like, in this, our culture that yeah. crying somehow is not, what are the ways and what has to happen in order for us to be like, you know what? Wait, let me stop this. How are you doing? What happened? How are you mm. doing? Your film? What did I do? Like, like that is a pure lack of right. And again, let me step back again. This person wants you to do well. And again, yes. the ways in which so what we're saying is that the ways in which sometimes the ways in which we want we show and want our students to succeed are damaging. Yeah. Right. It's just that simple. Yeah. And so we need to start to think about. I, this is, you know, even if for the last 20 years that we have some ways in which we get our students to succeed, which one of those ways, particularly in this moment today might be damaging, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, I I told the story about my student because, you know, I, I think that I'm thoughtful in, in how I handle difficult situations, but like, you know, I make mistakes constantly Right. Yes. And so I, you know, I, I have work to do as well. And so there's some, you know, as a student, like I think about how painful that frowny face was and, you know, I'll yeah. cry. And as a professor, I realize like, I've done the same shit to other people, you yeah. know, and again, not intentionally, not trying to harm them. Just sometimes it's like the frowny face is the quick thing to say something, to get yes. somebody to act. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And, or, yes. or handing the, the sheet of notes without the context of, your talk is going to be fucking fantastic. Yes. Yeah. You could just repeat what you did. Do you want these notes? Yes. No, no, I got to, I got to lovingly talk about the other context in which you get a 30%. And I, mm. I say this lovingly to my, 
to my graduate students out there, maybe you didn't just do enough fucking work. Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe you earned the 30% you got. And so, yeah. and, and so, uh-oh, I guess I'm doing this. I'm not giving the loving feedback. Maybe the way I'm trying to support isn't going to help some people. But there are some people out here who need to hear that you are not working hard enough. And I'm about to get into trouble. Because what is that? And what does that mean? How, how do you get a 30? That's, that means that you knew there was a, a test on Friday and you started studying on Wednesday. Mm. That means that, you know, when you were looking at the homework, you were only trying to finish uh, the seven problems and not understand why they were right. Right. That means that, you know, week after week after week, you gave 65 percent and now you expect to take a test in 50 minutes that you knew about. And then somehow, you know, you didn't put forth the effort to get ready for it. Right. So, you know, there's this balance. So I don't want people to to, to get confused that when you get a 30, that it's only the professor's fault. Right. So it's one of these things. So it's on it's on everybody. Right. So when we when we talk about, again, uh, this relationship Mm -hmm. between you and your professor, they have responsibilities and you have responsibilities, too. Right. And so and so I have. My life changed when I really started to take extreme ownership, right? Mm. And now, extreme ownership requires. Now, you 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 are tied to the military, so you understand this already. But like, it took me a, so it took me a lot of time to mature to really take my finger down and really, really never point my finger at anybody else before I pointed it at me first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, when I get that forty five percent, I have to say to myself, "Wait, why is this number the way it is?" Is it mm-hmm. because of me? Is it because of them? Is it because, but let me start with me. And I'm asking every single, and this is a, this is an adult thing. This is a life thing, right? And the quicker yeah. we as young people who are graduate students come to understand that we should start with ourselves first, the better we end up. Extreme ownership changed my life in lots of ways. Yeah. And I think the transition is also interesting, right? Because I'm thinking about my students who, you know, are coming from an undergrad place where like they never really had to do homework. Right. right? Like maybe they did some homework, but like in an hour they were done with their homework Absolutely. for the week. Absolutely. And yes. they turned it in and they got yes. an A. Yes. Right. And they never had to redo a proof. They never had to go back yes. and look at passwords right. that they wrote and rewrite and revise. And yeah. and then they come to graduate school. And you intensify the pace of the course yes. fourfold. Oh okay, fourfold. Yes. And that I yes. might be underestimating it. Right. But the pacing of the class is now going four times as fast. You think you're not you're gonna be able to use the same study skills and the same yes. habits of mind that you had as an undergrad. And habits then is the right word. Habits. Yeah, because yes. you're thinking, oh my God, well, I didn't have to do that much when I was an undergrad. And now I only have to take three classes. Right, right. And and you use the same habits, and all of a sudden you will get hit like like a train hit you, right? Yes. This yes. train hits you because the pacing alone, yes. the pacing alone requires an extensive amount of changes in yes. your habits. And that can be both the amount of hours that you're working, but also how you are studying for mm, things, yes. right? And I and I did have a, another conversation with another student recently who sat in, you know, in my undergraduate abstract algebra class. Just to recap, yeah. you know, as they're doing other things, they like the subject. So they were like, oh, I want to just recap some of it. And I said, "Do you did you find it helpful? Did you find the format of the course helpful? And they said, it was, it helped me realized that I was studying wrong. Oh my God. That's what he said. He said this to me and I said, oh, say more. 
And he said, because the way that you structured that class, I couldn't just, it, it taught me that I didn't just need to memorize definitions and theorems and kind of how the proof went. I needed to run through examples to believe yeah. that the oh. proof was working. Yes. I needed to actually compute things to yes. actually understand why the proof made sense. Yes. You know, and it was a sheer amount of computational practice that yes. then made me realize that I could prove the theorems without even looking at the proof. Right. Right. And so there was like this, you know, he said, he literally said, it changed the way that I studied. Yes. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm doing it right. Like, I'm going to keep doing the course that way. Right. Yes. But but that's what I'm saying, that this was a student already in graduate school who just didn't adapt their habits. Right. And and being able to see that you can use different, you know, techniques for studying different. You know, you work in groups, you work by yourself, you memorize some amount of stuff so that you can have conversations. You run code, you compute, you do the examples. Right. And then you have discussions. Can you explain it? And I kept saying this to them over and over again. If you cannot explain it to someone else, you don't know it well enough. Right. So you study until you can then just tell somebody the whole thing from start to finish without trying to figure it out as you go. Yes. And, And he said that helped me. That helped me tremendously in how I now study for my courses. Well, no, this is great because I'm coming back again to the to the pr- professors and institutions again. So what, what we've been saying for a while now is that high school is profoundly different from college. Mm-hmm. College and university is profoundly different from grad school. Yes. Grad school is profoundly different from a postdoc. A oh, postdoc yeah. is profoundly different from tenure track. And so, and so, so here, so here's my question. My question becomes, I mean, like literally it's psychology. Like you develop habits over years in one of these systems and then you have to transition. So, so that responsibility has to be on us as departments Mm -hmm. to help Mm -hmm. students make this transition. But we, none of us help with this transition. No, No, none of us say, okay, this is very different. We don't do it in meaningful ways. We don't say this is very different. You got to, and we try, but how do you, you can't overcome, like for some people, they've had their first month of grad school right now. Here they are. Mm -hmm. And they spent four years in undergrad doing things one way. They just got hit by a train, as you say. And whose fault is that? Mm -hmm. Or is it just unavoidable? Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't know Mm -hmm. what to do about the fact that at all these transitionary points, someone has spent years doing things one way. And now... We've got to do things a completely different way in terms of how you learn the subject. It's embedded in your mind what success looks like, and it's completely wrong. Yeah. It's completely and, and wonder, wrong. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if, like, you know, I'm just thinking like, okay, like very concretely, what could I do? Well, yes. first off, as a professor, you have those conversations about what it takes to be successful in that particular class. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. again, having clarity, transparency of your yeah. expectations and what grades mean to you. So I think that's under a professor's control. But I think also it's it's a good habit to have to tell students, here's what I had to do to be successful in graduate school. Yeah. Right. And like just really saying that out loud, like this is what it took for me to be successful. And I think even just talking, I I can imagine like during the orientation, having a panel of students who are about to graduate 
Mm. Right? Because those are the ones that made it. The other ones are no longer there. Right. We can't learn what it is that they did and why they didn't make it. I mean, sometimes it's also personal reasons. But those students who are going to graduate to tell the incoming class, like, listen, when I first started, I was doing X, Y, and Z, and I actually needed to be doing A, B, C, D. Right. Right. Right? And what is A, B, C, D? Right. And so right. I think we just need to, we need to talk about this a lot more I than what we currently agree. do. I yeah. also think that there's this opportunity and we've been, you know, saying this over and over again that the undergraduate faculty mentor yes. could do a good job at connecting with the graduate school potential yes. mentor and yes. talking about what are the habits that, you know, help that student be successful in your program that we can leverage now in this new yes. space. Yes. And also the the mentor at the undergraduate level to say, listen, the habits that you had here worked here. Yes. They might not work over there. So immediately figure out what it is that you need to do differently or continue to do, et cetera, so that you're successful in this new space. Yeah. No, and this is hard. Habit change is very difficult, right? Because it takes, yeah, seven days. Wait, I don't even know what the, what is the, the statement? It takes this many days or weeks for a habit to actually set in. Right? Actually, be it, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. So, that, so some action items for people out there really think about the people who are in control, the faculty, really think about the power that you have, right? Mm-hmm. When you put a, a frowny face on somebody's paper, when you choose to not say what a 31 means on an exam, when you choose not to say what to expect and what the habits are, then people will suffer for sure. And also for the students, that extreme ownership, thinking about, wait, what is my role in this? Because it it might be the case, when you leave a place where you've done well with this set of habits and you keep those habits and come to a new place, then it might look like everyone else is trying to get you. When in Mm. fact you have not changed your habits, right? That those habits aren't working here. So really thinking about, wait, what, where do I play a role in this? First, first, first. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, 5%? Oh my goodness. I think it's having those transparency conversations with my students. Yes. Right? Like I'm running this research course and I want them to know that, you know, and I've talked about it, what the expectation is that I can't expect us to prove new research. Yes. Like, I can't guarantee that that's going to happen, but, you know, I, I can't expect that we're going to be writing, we're going to yes. be editing, we're going to be learning the history of the problem, right? Learning how to make good questions and how to give presentations. Mm. So I think just this is a perfect time for me to reiterate what are the expectations of the course and what grades mean in my yeah. course. Same here, same here. And for me, it's that, and <clears throat> as I mentioned last time about the reset, right, that we're in the middle of the semester, what does it look like to... Yeah, what does it look like to plan for the rest of the semester? Plan this semester out in an authentic mm-hmm. way. So, yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. Did well, you know- here's some yeah. announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have some announcements for us. Okay, so we have our JMM storytelling event. Submissions for your storytelling is November 24th. And the event is taking place January 4th at the JMM, which is happening in San Francisco this year. So if you want to learn more, please go to minoritymath.org slash storytelling. Fantastic. And of course, you know, we've been having and celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. So if you haven't had a chance to check out all of the Latisums honorees, you should head over to L-A-T-H-I-S-M-S.org. So Latisums.org to see who we featured this year in our calendar. 
Now, we also have a new announcement from the Mathematical Sciences Semesters in Guanajuato. So if you want to go to Mexico for a semester, you should check that out. Their applications for the upcoming program, I believe fall of 2024, are opening in January. So you should check that out. Go visit my beautiful country to do some math. Amen to that. Excellent. Yo, who are you? I'm Pamela Harris. And I am Eris Winger. And you've been listening to Mathematically Uncensored where our talk is real and complex. But never discreet. Thank you, people. Bye.